Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 19th of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. And hey, the Sims are crazy, guys. I, uh, I added a uh, Madden Sims channel to the Discord because I went in a lot at it. I get a lot of questions about it. So, And also, I just wanted a place to put this ridiculous lineup. So this happened yesterday while I was at the pool or whatever. <laughs> I came back to the car. I was like, okay, cool, 100 bucks or whatever. And then I looked at the particulars. And I just want to read them because Mac Jones in real life is never going to have this kind of day. And it's just fun to live in this sim reality. Mac Jones, 449 passing yards, seven passing touchdowns, four of which went to Hunter Henry for 158 yards on 13 receptions. Uh, we additionally had two of them. Wait, no, that's Parker. Yeah, two of them to Parker, Parker. So the only one I missed was the very last touchdown of the game, a crazy long touchdown to Aguilar, because everybody had to catch a touchdown from Mac that day. Uh, but anyway, so the Sims are fun, and they're a good example of what's going on when people run actual Sims, right? Because there is a chance that some stupid thing happens a lot in the, you know, the Sims. And if you happen to have a uh, New England-Pittsburgh stack, which, yeah, not a lot of people had the New England-Pittsburgh stack. The other two games were Minnesota and Denver, which ended 27-34. The early game, people thought, oh, yeah, things went pretty well for us. The second game, Cincinnati-Atlanta. 35-28. Everybody's like, oh yeah, that's great. We're probably going to be set, right? No. New England, and this is in the fourth quarter, by the end of it, final score, New England 49, Pittsburgh 45 for just, I mean, the most ridiculous lineup of all time. And this lineup actually wound up with 257-16. I see that's an old screenshot. What's missing? We're missing some Parker point? No. I don't know what's, oh, a little bit here, a little bit there, nothing important. Well, there's the five minutes on Sims you didn't bargain for. That wasn't the only one I won yesterday. I won a couple of others as well. Uh, the UFC, I'm going to have like 360. I'm going to have like maybe 400, 500 on the line by the time it gets to UFC day. So uh, I did add a channel to talk about UFC in the uh, Discord, but I am not a pro at that. That's like NHL for me, something I dabble in because it appears to have virtuous um, DFS uh, properties. <laughs> so... I think you could be a pro at it. I see people who are generally good at it. Therefore, I think there is something to do besides no ball. Uh, man, that was a tough one in NBA preseason last night, particularly Rin Pack. Thought that one looked pretty good. And then the last game was so silly. Um, also, some other games were pretty silly. Very frustrating overall day for me. But uh, I always like it when you guys win and when, uh, when it seems like we have a virtuous victor, which we did. It was cool. Um, and we almost got the 300. I really wanted us to get the 300 sometime in the preseason here in basketball, but nobody's gotten there yet. I mean, nobody's playing full games. So we do have a classic slate today in the MLB. Let's bring it back to the show. Thank you for listening to the ridiculous diatribes, et cetera, on the show. Please like, comment, subscribe. We have gotten to 10 likes a bunch of times this week. Thanks a lot. Although baseball crowd, football crowd's beating you. So maybe maybe I can stoke a rivalry and the baseball crowd start liking the videos a little bit more or something. Um, but I, I'm not giving you much to work with, particularly for classics. So I understand if you wait a few minutes to the showdown part of the video to, to throw that like in there. Uh, I just, these are bad pitchers pretty much across the board. Uh, throw a dart for me. The sentiment against Urkady today is wrong. He's fine. These guys are all kind of bad. Um, they could all hit and that's about all you can say for all of them. <clears throat> now that said, my stance is going to be completely different on showdown. Right. I mean, just, you know, um, 
I don't care. Toss a coin. All of these are equal, uh, equally decent pitchers, right? Like I would say, yes, this win probability, 40 to 60% for all of them. Who knows? And and that's about the chance they have a decent game that scores well in fantasy points. So fine, toss a that's what you do. You toss a coin. I have no leans here. If you have a lean, I mean my heart, my heart goes with Heaney. So I probably wind up with a little more Heaney than other ones. I've enjoyed his pitching for a while. He was on the Angels a long time ago. And you know, I've been following him around. So probably I go with him. My heart doesn't like Suarez. I just don't like the way he pitches. So, so I might and he's the highest price pitcher on the slate. So probably, yeah. Yeah, let me lean into that. I got to go with, you know, listen to my gut. But again, these, like I just told you, my brain knows it's a coin flip. My gut says, no, maybe we should make that a 45, 55 coin. So gut's very much to be trusted here. Uh, I don't have any, by the way, I looked up the park factors just in case, you know, it's been a big thing throughout the year, but we got like what? Nothing. We got, they're both domes. So we can't talk about the park factors in a dome. Humidity might be a factor that gets inside the dome. So if you think there's a humidity effect that really is a minus five in globe life, fine. But like they got a humidor in there, like obviously. So I don't think there could possibly be a correlation with the outside weather, but it is always fun to look at. Uh, okay, stack exposures just to see what Saber Sim does. Five threes. Yep. Fine with that. Makes sense, right? You're gonna try to it's probably gonna be optimal not to stack against the pitcher that you have chosen. Still. However, this 30% case involves one one-off piece who is against your starting pitcher, right, by, ne by necessity of the slate. So that sounds about right. I, I didn't do any pool restriction today. I left them all in. So you can see here all the different options Saber Sims considered natively. I just don't know what the, it's a two-game slate, and it's like playoffs. So, I, oh, and settings-wise, I always let you guys know the settings I ran. I think about 1,000 is fine today. Because what, what is important is the stacks. It's important you still be stacking because of a team scores 10, you know, that that, that still happens. Or a team, if these games end two to one, then we're going to be probably screwed, right? If the games end two to one, maybe it's one of these two, 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 twos or three, 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 twos. But if one team scores five runs and all the other teams don't score runs, then it's going to be one of these stack lineups that wins. So that's happened like what? Uh, more than half the days of the playoffs that there have been classic slates. And I mean, just in general, more than half the games of the playoffs, even when we weren't able to do classic slates for a while. I was a little surprised we had a classic slate today. So to be honest with you, the old, the, the machine's a bit rusty on classic, and I haven't checked. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even think to look for competitions because I just assumed it was the regular old uh, showdown competition. So no idea what my actual exposures will be yet today, uh, or if I'm even, even playing this classic competition that begins at 2 p.m. I probably throw a couple darts just because you know me, I can't... Uh, Baseball owes me. <laughs> That's the way I feel about it in terms of like I look at the cumulative distribution and like just like every single bin is over, you know, over its expectation, except the top one. And I don't believe that's anything but me getting unlucky in baseball. But you can have a different thought. Obviously, throughout the year, there have been I've tried different strategies. Just feels unlucky. Don't really care at this point. I've had luck in the past, like, you know, on my birthday, whatever. One of my first big hits was a few hundred dollars on my birthday in 2018 in baseball. So I still like baseball, but no, it's been a frustrating year for me personally in baseball, but not overall. And that's why I have. Yeah. So again, a responsible gambling bit. I always do. You should be playing with money that is fun money and who cares because yeah. Don't care if I lose $5 on baseball today, guys. That's about the exposure I intend to have on these games. I have no idea what the... I, 
going against Thursday night football, I imagine we got a real crap show of uh, opportunity here. I think you could win a few thousand of dollars today at baseball and a few million of, or a million of dollars at, at uh, yeah, it's not like Monday where there was another high dollar millionaire or something. Um, that's Sunday. I think there's a four, 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 four. Not for me. Didn't quite win that ticket. I do like these. I like the 11 to four, 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 four satellites. Uh, I won. What was it? Uh, one of the queen of the court, right? That's the closest I've gotten to those. Well, I mean, aside from the tournament champions. ticket. Well, this has been a very braggy little aside. Uh, all right. So captains for the first showdown are the pitchers, uh, right? Yeah, so I should be getting to a ton of fat and a ton of who's the other pitcher? Ranger Suarez. And I'm not getting to enough of that. Yeah, got to make sure. So these pitchers are pitchers, and the pitchers are underowned because they are both bad pitchers. But they are pitchers. They are pitchers. The pitchers are the most likely people to score the most points. Anytime you have the pitchers and they're down here on a slate, not the highest owned, they are the best captain leverage. You should play the pitchers. They're bad. I agree. But if we get a pitcher's duel in this game and we play the pitcher's captain and we play the other one in the flex, that is the money thing to do today. It's impossible. It's so hard to jam them. They're extremely overpriced pitchers. But it is still the odds-on favored scenario for the game. It is a hard game to hit the ball. The ball is round. The bat is round. That is my overall thesis. So you can, you can take that uh, you know old-school baseball talk for what it's worth. But generally speaking, that's the way I'm lining this up. In, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be having at least 50% of my lineups be these two guys. And as you know, I will be very sad and complain on Twitter when it goes wrong. And that's that's what that fish stuff is, right? Don't, don't, like, don't get caught up in that kind of talk. Like One of the key parts of all of the fish and uh, shark debates and a joke, you know, I have shark tech chat and I do think it's fun and whatever as, as a classification. But sharks are fish. Like that's part of the joke, guys. Sharks are fish that's like like if you look at their phylum or whatever i don't like biology i don't like classification but in the what is a shark is it a mammal or a fish classification thing a shark is a fish and therefore it that's kind of there's hope in that right so any fish can become a shark eh, well hmm. that part doesn't quite work does it okay well i'm not going to stretch the analogy any further at this time we'll wait for shark hey that's fun i will hmm I think I can plug Shark Week. I'm going to do a, a DFS Shark Week next year in the middle of the summer. That's like along, you know, the same idea as a different kind of shark, but not the same time or at all affiliated with or using it hashtags that are branded or copyrighted. So I've got to double check all that. Uh, let me say some names of non-pitchers. If you do not like to play Fat or Suarez in the first game because they're bad pitchers, which is a reasonable, you know, and I do have only like half my lineups there. So for my other half of my lineups, that's a lot of Schwarber. No, thanks. I'll take some Schwarber, but I mean, like, geez, 30%. It's not like I don't have that kind of lean. I might go down to 10% eventually, guys. I got to have him be much lower than the pitchers. I don't feel that strongly. I do like the Corbin Carroll play. So Corbin Carroll just, like, is getting the brunt of not being favored in the game, having the worst of the two pitchers, whatever it is. He has the lowest projection of a guy who's got a really high projection, lowest projected ownership of a guy who has high projected points. So high on Carroll, high on Guriel, high on Bohm and Walker. And those guys are just low owned for their relative chance. They hit that game, that like monster home run game. Um, so that's what we're doing there. This is a sample 20. Again, I, I think this is going to be against Thursday night football. So I doubt I play more than a handful of these lineups. Oh, wait, no, this is the early one. If they have decent competitions at two o'clock, that's very interesting to me. I might play all 20. 
but I, you know, it, it's probably, I, they, they nuke all the games the entire day. They have a big millionaire competition to make sure they fill the big millionaire competition because it's a big outlay, right? Like, the, oh, if they get caught upside down a couple hundred thousand dollars, they care. And anyway, so DraftKings has become very, what's the word when you avoid risks, right? And, and and their risk avoidance has led to behaviors like they filled the League of Legends tournament too early last night, so I couldn't join it. And now tonight, it's half the size because of Thursday Night Football. This game, the League of Legends doesn't start till like midnight. It's like well after. Okay, anyway, I, I don't even like League of Legends that much. I'm kind of happy not to have lost the 30 bucks or whatever I would have, but it's a nice time slot. Like I wake up, I can like, the, the, I don't care if the, kid wakes me up i can watch some league of legends replays on my phone at double speed and that's about the way i can consume it okay that's enough uh random aside about league of legends although better better random sides than sometimes okay so next game houston and texas same strategy again we have two kind of bad pitchers what's going on why are we not showing me the guys i actually have yeah, I, don't, I don't understand sometimes saberson but you should play the pitchers. Anytime the pitchers, okay, this can't be right. I just don't believe this is right. I don't believe there's a possibility, no matter how bad people think he is, that Jose Urquidy is going to be 2% owned on the slate. I think he's going to be 5% minimum. So I'm popping a 5 in there just because I can't have like my thing thinking it's so smart. By the way, oh yeah, in the settings, I did also. So what we're going with now in the shark, shark zone here, aka B, I am now doing a really not restrict, like a light touch uh, geometric mean ownership. Because I don't really care about being super. I want to get it to about um, two to five dupes in general with these kind of competitions to keep it over a thousand dollars. And so I have a. This is says that less than three dupes in fifty five hundred. These competitions are bigger. So what does that wind up being for about these size competitions? It's about ten. And then by doing salary restriction on top of that to forty nine six to forty eight hundred eight forty eight thousand. Actually, you know, to make this a meaningful uh, other bound, we should probably make that forty eight five. But that makes it so our expected dupes is not the full 10. It's actually half to a third that because of what we know about how people do not use all their salary. So that's our breakdown. Um, thanks again to whoever it was that wrote in yesterday. They, I really do appreciate it. You were fifth on our list of top 20 from Monday Night Football. So can go back and look at that later. All right. Uh, okay. So that's settings. Now the people. Uh, captains that I, I like besides Urkady and... Uh, Who's the other guy? Heaney. So I like those guys, and we're jamming them. We're jamming both of them. I think either one of them is an easy, easy jam. So 20%, you know, let's do the same thing. Same plan as the other game. I want 50% of my lineups to be these guys. And if Urquidy is, you know, lower owned, we might get to even more of him. That's fine. Actually, yeah. I'd take 20% of Heaney if it thinks it's better to get to 30% of Urquidy. Nope. I don't want to have that much Heim. Heim's fine. Okay, so the other guys, besides Heaney and Urquidy, 45, 50%, whatever. I make that decision later. Uh, Heim, Abreu, Bregman, Carter, and Alvarez. Guys who are under 5% ownership in the captain who are definitely more than 5% to be the actual optimal captain. I'd probably peg them mostly around, what, 7 to 8 for these guys. It, you know, the cases are batting 2nd to 5th in the order. Should not be this low owned, right? That That's where I'm building the case. They are in the power part of the order where they're likely to be people on base. So if anybody scores an RBI in the game and it's not a home run kind of game, it's still them, right? So I've ordered these guys by the home run thing, right? Initially to, to figure out who is most likely to hit a home run relative to their ownership in the captain. So, you know, Abreu, 
Alvarez, Carter pop on that list, and then Bregman and Heim pop on the RBI list. So, or I, yeah, I haven't done that specific thing, but you get the general idea that I'm looking for people who, when I sort by ownership, I do not agree with the ownership. That's the way to do it. That's the way to decide who should be your captains. Do you, if you want to be leverage on the field, you make them a captain. If you if you think, oh, okay, we're still pricing in 11% of Kyle Tucker getting there. Okay. Y'all haven't. I mean, like that's too much for recent performance for me, for Kyle Tucker, completely off the table. And then for the next two guys, it's just 9% is too high. I think 8% is around where they're at. I don't like negative leverage guys in the captain. Same thing with Seager, 8.5, 8.6. Pretty much exactly right. You can include him if you're doing 150 or whatever, but for, for my 20, I don't think there's enough meat on the bone on Seager right now. He's still great. Double check the starting lineups because I know some of you got messed up yesterday with McCormick. And who knows who's going to start? I mean, like, got don't build your lineups. Don't build your lineups for showdown until you have lineups, right? This like for real. Like anytime these pop up over there, I used to be one of these guys, so I know people do it. Take a screenshot of part of the screen that's like not on my screen, but it is on your screen. Who cares? Don't, don't these aren't my lineups. These are not going to use these lineups. I'm going to rerun the thing later with full information. Now I'm not going to change tweaks like this. If Saberson still thinks Urquidy's at 1.5% captain or whatever, I still think it's going to be more like five. I don't think we have that many fish in the sea. I think there's enough sharks out there. We keep it up to 5% of the captain. Just, I mean, and I know the plan, by the way, I should say, part of this is always playing the relief pitchers. So I should say that for the first game also. I didn't mention that. The bottom relief pitchers for the first game is the same four in play as yesterday. Ginkle, Mantiply, Hoffman, and Strom. And uh, it's a lot more Houston guys than Texas guys in this game. That's why I bring it up and was bringing it up. We've got Abreu, Nerez, Maton, Montero on top of Urquidy, who is also at the same. That's basically the problem. They're projecting, and I mean, this is probably true. He probably does. He's on a really short leash as the pitcher in this game. But being on a really short leash does not limit your upside as a pitcher. You, this guy's stretched out. It's not like he's on a short leash because he's limited to 60 pitches due to a shoulder injury he's still recovering from, right? I mean, like, I don't know. What's the ESPN? Uh, what, Jose Urquidy game log. Just to, I'm emphasizing the point about pitch count. For those of you who are listening to the radio I or the podcast version of this, I, I really got to start doing better for you guys. 82 pitches. He pitched eight days ago and gave 82 pitches. Before that, we have 70. For that, he got beat up a lot, right? That's what's going on here. Three, 1.14, you know, he's not guaranteed to go 100, but he's stretched out. That was my overall point here, and it is true. So I don't get it. I don't get how you project him for eight. I mean, you project him for eight because you're averaging zero and 16, right? I mean, he gets to 16 if he does good. He gets to zero if he does bad. That's not what we want to do for a projection, Right. We care about the 16. We don't care about the zero. We know what happens with the zero. It happens to us 90% of the nights anyway, right? So probably what I'm going to have to do to get this to be like appropriate is I am going to have to actually write in the 16. And I hate doing that. He's not a 16. You guys know what I mean. So I'm not going to do it all the way to 16, but for fat as well, just for the showdown, I'm not doing this for the main slate, but to emphasize that these are still pitchers and for real guys, we really have to emphasize that part of the distribution to Sabersim, who is trying to do a good job of accurately projecting for you. So they're going to sample that distribution correctly. And when you shift it this way, they're going to do what they do is they take, so when they do it for projected runs, for example, they try to take a subset of the overall um, Sims that have that projection. So if they can do it, if you put it kind of nearby, like here we have moved the mean a little bit, what they'll do probably is kick out the lower 
the lower little um, bell or whatever, like the he does bad, right? And so we just consider he does good. And then what we have to do when we say that is we have to set a hard limit because we know that it's not true. We know that what we're doing is picking out the sample where fat does well or whatever. So anyway, this is how we should do it, I think, um, for showdown. And yeah, uh, 25 to 25. <laughs> That's a pretty, I'm sure that that will not mess up SaberSim at all. But I also clicked into the wrong place. I was trying to talk about the Houston and uh, Texas game. So let me round up my Urkady and my other guy. Because I really do think like for, for showdowns, you need to emphasize the positive variance cases for the pitchers because otherwise uh, you're too weighed down by those negative games. But it's possible that I'm just picking out I'm just picking out the part of the distribution that has the pitchers doing okay. And then I'm limiting my exposure to the pitchers in that circumstance. Not to think about, I, I don't think I can move move it quite as far as I am on Heaney. I think I have to move it to more like 10 for it to be reasonable. Because you still you don't want to completely unsample the lo lower bit, right? You're just trying to, to decrease the emphasis on it because we don't we winning lineups aren't going to have that bell at all. I still I don't know. This doesn't feel like it's actual math, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cool it on this particular math portion of the uh, <laughs> the talk until I do the actual like some kind of math for it. By the way, I really like you guys writing in with new ideas and stuff. I'm not gonna share them on the stream until I get your permission and stuff, but I really appreciate it. And anytime you're doing experiments and stuff, if you want to share the results with me, I love that. I love learning together. I love. I mean, I've been debating making the uh, Discord a community. I don't know what that feature does besides make it like visible on Discord groups. And I don't really want random children coming in. So I, I'm not a, a really planning on doing that, but I do consider it a community. So thank you guys for joining up on the Discord. We've got Shark Chat. We've got uh, a lot of fun. We'll do more stuff like Madden Sims. Any other time you guys want me to talk about some stupid stuff that... I don't know, man. It's really not that much interested. I can see only like 20 people watching these madness. It's going on right now. I'm not watching it. So that's like they've lost 5% of their audience, you know? So, uh, okay. So I, I mentioned all of the relief pitchers. Uh, yeah. I think I said their names. I mentioned all the captains for the second game. I mentioned kind of a weird rule thing you can do with Urkady and Heaney. Um, just to emphasize, they are the, you should still expect them to score the most points on the slate. You still should. Like and, and because of the zero and because of how quickly you get pulled, the actual expected value thing isn't doing that, right? And so I that's just my personal thing. And and yeah, I mean, yeah, it also makes it easier to watch the games, right? Like I'll, I'll tune in at two o'clock and if it's five, nothing in the second inning, I'll tune out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it's a good playoff game, I'll be watching anyway. So it dovetails well with my interest. And I like it when things work like that where, you know, I don't, I'm not stuck watching. Like that's the downside. So I'm really excited for Thursday Night Football. I'm linking to the video after this. You should definitely prep with the Thursday Night Football video with the caveat that Jamal Williams is in it. It kind of changes the whole thing in terms of the, this. I don't remember what he's priced at, but I'll make a note about that when I tweet about it later. Um, but the problem with Thursday Night Football is even if I did win a million dollars that way, I'd probably win it in a last second, like, you know, the end of the game, some weird thing like, Ooh, quarterback kneeled down minus two yards and I win by 0.1, a million dollars. Has some story like that. It's very unlikely that a Haywood Highsmith type thing wins you a unique million because he was still an okay play and like people are going to be there. So it has to be something dumb that wins you the unique million, probably. And I mean, that that's somebody who, that's as somebody who's trying to do that every night. So I, I just feel like that's that must be how it feels to win a unique million dollars. You must feel like, oh crap, that worked out awesome. You know, like I did not expect that one to work out because 
that's that's how it gets there. I, I don't know how generalizable that is, but yeah, I again, I don't want to, having said that I'm not sharing something, I don't want to say anything that I've been thinking about that might have been cued by somebody sending me something fun in the chat that don't have permission to share. So I'm going to chill out on that, but I do think relative expectancy of wins is a very interesting thing to model. And uh, if you have a good model of it and it's not uh, under copyright, you should uh, tell me about it and we can learn and uh, market that thing. Okie doke. Yeah, I've said everything I have to say about these, these baseball games. I want to go and start prepping my football lineup. So I'm going to do that. Um, remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. I think it's probably only a few thousand dollars on these baseball games, but a million dollars at uh, football. So let's all uh, get a house tomorrow one way or another.